it's the roast of Zade, episode number seventy. Right, no, I'm just kidding. Let's light this motherfucker up. No, but for real though, today we have a very, I want to say touchy subject. It's more. Oh, I'd say, why? No, I'd say what? It's very touchy. I want to say touchy. I would, why would say, it be touchy? I would say deep. This can go very, very deep, and it will go deep. Oh, I'd say um, it's very touchy. Subject. It's about passion, and passion. As you guys know, you know, is made obvious for the creative people, I see. Because even if you look up articles online, you look up certain people, they're all in the creative field. Most of the people that speak about it are in the creative field. And they, they talk about it like everyone can just go in and out of flow state like nothing. And you know what? I disagree. I think everyone can find their passion. And it's just about certain steps to get you there. In no time. Hmm. Certainly a lot of nuance that you have to discuss. Yes, Sersky. It's not as simple as everybody, uh, as every inspirational Instagram, Instagram account's making it out to be. Yeah. And <laughs> passionate from miles away, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> What's your favorite fruit, Logan? My favorite fruit? The fruit I'm most passionate about? <laughs> Let me take a guess. The passion fruit? No. Um, the mango. <laughs> you know what? This might be a very random choice, but a peach. Oh man! Like if you get a, or I know this is basic, but yeah. like an apple. Like I know that sounds ridiculous, but one of the best tasting fruits I've ever had was a Fuji apple from Hawaii. Mm. I mean, you love Hawaii too. To this day, I've never had something that tasted as good. <laughs> naughty, naughty. He liked the naughty, apple. Naughty. He likes the apple. <laughs> Um. Yeah, no. I, I thought he was gonna say <laughs> banana for some banana. But my favorite fruit is the banana. banana. <laughs> All right, so let's. See. Pineapple's yeah. up there, but I've made a lot of mistakes um, with pineapple. Yeah, you have made a couple mistakes so, with pineapples. Ed. To start it off, let's I would like to this. ask. I want to get both your guys' perspectives on. How do you define passion? We'll start off with Zaid. Oh, putting me on the spot, eh? Yes, sir. Yeah. I mean, you've been on the spot. How would I define passion? I think, I think it's the intersection of doing something that you're good in or good at. Or, yes. or how about this? It's the intersection of competence and hard work. So you have to be good at it. Okay. And you have to work hard at it. And then from that, passion is a byproduct feeling that you'll attain. So you don't think, at least according to your definition, that there's an innate drive within you to have to do something. I don't classify it as passion. That's more of like curiosity. Not necessarily. Because I'm not, I, I imagine F1 drivers aren't curious. You see what about I mean? About the car. You know, they. Here's the beautiful thing. There's no right or wrong answer. Exactly. That's why that I said it's, it's a touchy subject. Yeah, it's a touchy, open-ended subject that, you know, hopefully... Someone somewhere can take some of this and actually find out their purpose or passion or motivation or whatever you want to call it. <laughs> my, my point is that passion is, so, I believe that passion is something that is mostly built. It's not found. Yep. And I, I have some things to say about that. Um, but first and foremost, I would like to get uh, the second definition, you know, personalized Ooh. by you. Ooh. Ooh. Oh, uh, what is my spicy? 
<laughs> what is my definition of passion? It's an interesting question. It is. A Don't corrupt question. your opinion I, with all of this info. Oh, oh yeah, your your info. That's really <laughs> yeah. what's driving me. That's my passion. Is your <laughs> that is my drive. Your notes are lighting me up, Zade. <laughs> they just they sure so are. overflowing. Modern day Julius emotion. Caesar up in here, dude. What do you? Um. Anyway. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck this guy. Definition of passion. I would say it's um. It's a feeling, and when I say feeling within you, it's just something that you're outwardly compelled to do, like, greatly. Mm -hmm. And passion, in a sense, like, I don't think passion is necessarily always positive. Yeah. Because I feel like passion can sometimes lean in with um, other words, which I'm sure we're going to talk about later in the episode, but... Passion is something that you just have to do because you're just driven towards it. It calls your name. It needs to be done, whether it be positive or negative. Mm -hmm. Fair enough. That's very, I, I like that definition because a lot of people think that it's sourced straight with only love, but I can guarantee you there's a mixture of hate in it too. Yeah. And like you said, when you ask every person, like, it's going to be, we just different... had radically different answers yeah. to what passion are. 100%. Yeah, and we're friends. Like, I agree. No, yeah. I agree with them too. That's the, that's the that's, funny part. Yeah. And I partially dis or partially agree with you. Yeah. Like, where it has to be, um, passion can be built yeah. out of uh, work and like and aspiring for things. I, I, I can agree yeah. with that. And I wasn't lying when I said it was the roast of Zay because key words here, he partially agreed. <laughs> All right. <laughs> that's considered a roast in your book. <laughs> so, partially. <laughs> what would what would you define passion as? Me? That's a good Me? question. That's a good question. Me? Well, passion to me is a very strange thing because it gets all these emotions cooking, right? Passion to me is more of what what can I do for the world rather than what can the world do for me? So that's what passion means to you. Yeah, it's all about what am I put on this earth? It, like, first of all, what is my purpose, right? That's my definition is purpose driven what is my purpose i know i'm here to do something and i it and then a mixture of the world around me the way we see it is that the world is supposed to give us signs and hints of you know what you're here to do but mm -hmm. i th i think it's in reverse i think it's you have to find what what we are here what we are here to give to the world right and then it starts with I would say finding out what your mistakes are in life and learning from them. That gets you, I think, maybe five steps closer that I will discuss later into how that gets into finding your, your passion. That begs the question, though, at least from your definition. Yes. Is but it's purpose-driven. So passion is purpose-driven. To me, at least. I would agree yes. with him. And then you have to argue the fact, is there such a thing as purpose? That's believe, a big, that's yeah. another conversation. I have. believe every, yeah. I that mean, could be a whole episode. Yeah, <laughs> literally. Passion part two, purpose. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, it's, it's a very heavy, like I said, there's no right or wrong. It's very feeling driven. Exactly. What connection do you have to this earth? And I feel like it starts with, with, with that. 
It's mm. knowing yourself enough to know, all right, now I can feel Earth because I have, compl- I have mastered myself. Now let's just find out with a clear head what I'm here like, to do. Okay. You know, I don't know. It's a, it's, it's a hard thing to define because you look at all these def- definitions online and you're like, every single one is just different. Just yeah, a um, different definition. <laughs> I mean, I've only seen one page of these notes we have prepared. Yeah. And, yeah, every definition is different. Even the friggin' Greeks who coined passion like the concept, they couldn't even agree on it. Mm-hmm. That's I, the thing. I don't, I don't think you can, like, you can refer to definitions, but I, I think it transcends definition because it's more of a feeling. It's more of, of, yeah. of an emotional impulse. Kind of along the lines of, like, how like, do you describe yeah. the flavor? To somebody, like you don't you don't question what your passion is. If you if you have a passion yeah. in your life, you know what it is. You know it's love. It's love for something that you hate at the same time. That's the best way I can describe it. Love for something you hate. Well, you you mm-hmm. love it, but you also hate parts of it occasionally. Yes, and the hate can actually take over in certain times and phases. That's why there's writer's block. Like I love soccer, but there are times where I just don't want to fucking go to practice. So that can technically be classified as hate. I don't think that's hatred. It's the, like, the I feeling. Hate sound like, I hate to sound like my mom, but like hate's a, a strong word. Yeah. It is All a right. strong hate, word. Hate means something that most people truly don't even understand, including myself. Like I don't really think I've truly hated somebody. Because at least in my mind, as I've grown older, I've had to come to realize for you to hate somebody means you'd have to actively think about them. Or at least how, or at least what they did to make you hate them. Yeah. And since I don't care about that person that much, considering they did something so shitty to me, mm-hmm. I can't hate them because I choose not to think about them. Yeah, it's a waste of energy. Yeah. yeah. And I can give you time. a better example. Hmm. So I love soccer, but if I make a mistake, for example, on the field or during a game, I hate, I hate that. Like that's, that's where it actually applies. Like, I have a visceral feeling of hate for that. I don't think that's hate. I think that's disappointment, maybe. Maybe it's a fact that you felt that you were underprepared. Maybe, anger. Maybe if you had trained anger as well. Yeah. Mm. Well, ang- well, Which hate is derivative wh- which is anger, Which but. is why I said it's the feeling of hate. It's not necessarily hate. Dude, emotions are tricky. Emotions so are many... very tricky because sometimes you can feel an emotion when you're angry, and it'll, it'll, it'll feel like the time... That you came in contact with the person you hate, for example. Yeah. It's the same emotion. The way I look at hatred of something mm-hmm. is if you look at somebody, like, say you burned my house down. Oh, okay. And, and my family yeah. happened to be inside. I hate you because I don't want you to exist anymore. Yes. I want your existence, this participation in life, I don't want that anymore. Mm. To me, that's hatred is an outright rejection of somebody or something's existence. Like, that's when it should not be allowed to materialize. Yeah. That's how I view hatred. I don't know. Maybe that's a very specific, weird way to look at it. But hate, my mom was right, man. Hate's a strong word. Hate is a very strong word. Yeah. Hate is a strong word, but I really, really, really don't like you. Let's, uh, Let's cover each of those definitions and see... Go up a bit. <clears throat> See well, what we you, think. These aren't really definitions. These were more. Well, some were. But well, no. These. Okay. So these here's some different definitions we found out online. Okay, they're pretty diverse. 
One of them is a strong and barely controllable emotion. I think we covered that. Yes. Number two, which I find interesting. This is an example rather than a definition. Yeah. Well, it was. It did come up as a. Definition. This was. This was classified as a definition. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I'm sure. Google. I'm sure it did, but it's an example. That that's not a definition. The suffering and death of Jesus. That's passion. Yeah, passion. I mean, they literally made a movie, The Passion. Passion of, of the Christ. Yeah. Yeah. But mm -hmm. that's an example because that's what he endured. Mm -hmm. He endured the suffering and his death because of his passion. Yeah. So, uh, well, it's a great example. It's mm -hmm. a, almost a perfect example of passion. Yeah. Because he did it for all of humanity, or at least according to Christians, he did it for all of humanity, even the ones that he hadn't met yet. Yeah. So. And there are different degrees to passion. So they're different, like. You different levels of interest. Various intensities. So mm -hmm. passion can range from eager interest in or adm admiration for an idea, a proposal, or cause to enthusiastic enjoyment of an interest or activity, mm. to strong attraction, excitement, or emotion towards a person. So is that passion, though? Or is that just you're interested in something or admire something? Well, it depends on how, how you feel. I guess you would also have to be passionate to, about something to a degree to even care about it. Yeah. Yeah. So passion's actually kind of like a dial. In it's, a it's a spectrum. It has different settings. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Like gender. It's a spectrum. <laughs> Like, I'll, I'll give you a good example, actually. So let's just say I'm out filming, right? Mm -hmm. And I like the whole process, but I don't like the whole process as much as I like one specific process. Mm -hmm. Now, here's the question. Am I passionate about color grading rather than the whole production? Or am I passionate about the editing part? Or am I passionate about soundscape? You see what it I might mean? Be. I, think I could be like, because that could be a whole degree of, that's a different intensity level as a whole production. It's a different intensity level than one specific fraction of mm -hmm. that process. You know, mm -hmm. that's a weird thing to think about. <laughs> well, I think you can dislike parts of the process. Like Zade said, For there's sure. times where he w doesn't want to go play soccer because he's just whatever, right? Yeah. He's just got feeling a certain way. Mm -hmm. I don't want to show up. However, he knows when he gets there, he's going to hate the warm-up. He's going to hate the running back and forth for hours. However, what makes all of it worth it is shooting that, those goals. Like just setting up the ball. I'm just saying shit. I don't know if it's true well, or Well, not, it but... changes actually because like you have that feeling once you show up. But then once you get into the flow of it, it's like, oh, this is where I'm supposed to be. There you go. Yeah. Hmm. Interesting. So my point is I... I'm saying you have a general sense of passion for all of the parts that you dislike in order for the part you are passionate about to actually flourish and shine through or so that you can actually get to it. Mm. I think that's what it comes to when it's passionate about a project because you're not going to like everything about it. That's true. Odds are there's going to be something that irritates you. Yeah. Causes you pain, slows you down, whatever. Right. Yeah. But then there'll be that one part where you're like, this made it worth it. Yeah. Like how uh, I imagine this is probably any Spanish explorer that's just like out on the seas, you know, for four, six months. And then they finally see land for the first time. Four to six months of unbelievable amounts of disease. Vitamin death, C deficiency. Uh, the seas are brutal. It feels like you're not going anywhere. You pray to God the guy who's charting the course knows where he's going because if you're off by half <laughs> yeah. a degree, you're going to miss your target by like 50 <laughs> to 100 miles. 
<laughs> everything is unbelievably terrifying. Yeah. You cross an ocean, which, by the way, you think has an edge. You think there's a point where if you yeah. go so far, you just fall off the Earth. The original flat Earth. <laughs> Earth is, yeah, Earth is flat. So. Yeah, everybody thought it was a cube. They didn't think it was flat. They thought Earth was a literal square oh or a God, cube, dude. a three-dimensional. Really? Yeah. Yeah. I did not know that. A long time ago. So they thought once you got to the edge, you just fall off. <laughs> Dang. So dude. the Earth was technically flat, but it was geometric. It had, uh, it was three-dimensional. Stupid. But yeah. imagine going through all that shit, and then you finally get to the place, and everything was worth it. Yeah. Could you imagine? That would be hype. The so, passion you had just for getting there. And you knew all the stuff that was going to happen. So here, here's, a, here's an interesting question. Do you think most people have an unrealistic expectation that they should feel passionate about something 24-7? Yes. And I think... Um, yeah. I would say yeah as well. I think the social media passion positivity pages and yeah. stuff that's like on a mainstream news and like how to build your how to find your passion like shit like that kind of ruins the experience because the whole part about finding your passion is finding it you know and yeah because... there can be some good advice you pick up along the way definitely and i'm saying not everything that those accounts post is bad or that the news puts out is bad but what it does is it gives you too much information it puts you in overload and then it makes you think like am i doing something wrong am i the one fucking up and then you get caught in that loop you're like why can't i find it why can't i do this and instead of doing new things, searching for that passion, you're just stuck in like stuck on one thing, maybe, or you're just lost trying to find that one thing because mm -hmm. you're just so deep into the why can't I get it? Yeah, it's too vague too. It's yeah, it really know. is. It's like doing something enough, so, doing something that you like enough to where you get good at it, and then that's when you start experimenting because you can actually do it now. So then you discover, I don't know, dude. It's so hard. Like, I, have an, I have an example for you. Yes. Um, I wanted to quit making music for like a year and a half, two years. You just had that block. And I was just over it. Like I was just done. But I'd realized that it had just I've been begun. playing for years. I'm fairly good at it. Um, and for me to quit would just be wasteful. So I play, but like I now have no expectations for it. I just do it because I enjoy doing it. And it feels a lot nicer, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. It's not pressured to be the greatest or mm -hmm. make the best music, sell the most albums. Just like, I play because I like it. That, yeah, that destroys a lot of passion. So what? Like the, the expectation, like you have to perform. Exactly. Like how do you think um, at top athletes or musicians feel? Yeah. Like, uh, uh, there was even a freaking what was that movie? A Star is Born? Mm-hmm. <laughs> what was that? I'm in the deep end. <laughs> <laughs> Watching I'm Yeah, yeah, that one. I'll never reach. When he found out his passion on stage? No, he, he hated it. He, um, he hated the lie, the, uh, expectation to be the best country guy or the top performer, and it tore him apart. And then Lady yeah. Gaga kind of put him back together again, but he was still, he was so torn apart, he couldn't pick up the pieces. Yeah. One thing I found interesting is there's this guy named Danny Forrest that does, um, he's a video game producer, software engineer, and he uses this thing. I thought he made nature documentaries with a name like that. Oh, yeah, Danny <laughs> Forrest. Forrest. Yeah. Um, National yeah, but he, he has this thing where he teaches... Um, 
on uh, medium.com, right? So he has his own like little section. Mm-hmm. And he shared one of his methods that he uses to uh, for journals. And one of them is a failure journal. What he likes to do is he brainstorms his failures. He writes them down in order for him to see clearly where he went wrong separate from his emotions that are linked to those things. And it's like a different perspective on, yo, I can use this to learn and take it to my advantage because I I care about this, but I hated this segment. So I know why I failed now. Let me try again. And that process of trying over and over and over again to him is what makes him happy and describes his passion. Mm. It's crazy. But yeah, it works. I imagine with something as complicated as a video game, mm-hmm. right? Because when you play it, you sit down and you look at it. You're like, how hard could it have really been to make some of this, right? <laughs> like, for example, um, a game like Super Meat Boy, mm-hmm. which had, uh, it had uh, two devs. That was it, two game developers. A uh, very small team working together for, I think it was like four to five years throwing it together. Yeah. And... Um, when it dropped, there was like a minor problem with the Xbox Xbox Marketplace. They were promised a front page promotion. They didn't end up getting it, so they had to tweet out some links, get mm-hmm. people to know about it. But when you look at the game, it's very simple in theory, right? It's 8-bit art. There's not too many complicated, or at least outward-looking, complicated ideas, right? You run, you can jump off of walls, you have to avoid the things that kill you, save the princess. Yeah. You know how much work went into, like, we look at the front page, right? And we don't even think about it. They had to design all of that art. They had to create a physics engine for Super Meat Boy to navigate the world. They had to control the exact amount of how far he would slide from the time you'd release from the D-pad. They had to determine how long the jump was going to last for how long you were pressing the button down. When you release the button, does he keep jumping or does it drop immediately afterwards? Mm-hmm. Or do we leave some hang time for him when he's jumping? It's all these little questions. You don't even realize like how complicated this shit is. Yeah. But my point is they had so many failures along the way. Especially of a team with just two guys who are unbelievably talented. Yeah. Not trying to discredit them because they made a great game and yeah. it's super fun to play. And then mm-hmm. rather than scra- like <laughs> starting from scratch, actually patches and updates are where the real work is because you're yeah. finding these mistakes within coding and you're rearranging something or rewriting something. Exactly. And to see between these millions of little codecs, <laughs> that's that's impressive. That's, uh, it's all about give, iteration. We don't give yeah. enough you know, respect to those people. People really don't appreciate how, yeah. how much work it takes to make something complicated look exactly. simple. Yeah, if that's a that's a true skill mm-hmm. to make something unbelievably complicated. And what's look even simple. what's even a greater skill is working in teams because we've all been to school. We've talked about this before. Group projects. <laughs> if you can't get a get past a group project, good luck in the gaming <laughs> industry, dude. It's all teams, man. That's why I hated playing doubles in tennis. Yeah, I just it's, it's not that the partner was always bad. It was just that I hated the fact that I had to rely on somebody. To mm-hmm. make a shot, or they had to rely on me not to f it up. Yeah, I'd rather it just be me. Yeah. It adds another layer of you complexity. Have, you have to, now yeah. you have to work on communication between your partners. Exactly, and I don't mind the communication aspect. I enjoy like working on projects with teams and stuff like that. It's fun because mm-hmm. it allows like a open flow of conversation. 
dialogue, ideas, you know, and everybody can contribute. That's super fun. But when it comes to an athletic setting, I don't want my body. My body is the limiting factor. And if I can't control that in the sense of making it better because of whether it be genetics, whether it be just physical capability, training, whatever, I don't want to let somebody down because I'm not on the same level as them or whatever it may be in that field. So I'd rather just rely on me. And if I blow it, I know it's just me. Yeah. I, yeah, I agree. It's also frustrating to be on the other end of that, to be at a higher level than somebody else you're playing with. It's just like, fuck, I can't, I can't get anywhere near my, my capability here. Yeah. What am I doing? (laughs) I wrote down some steps for people that are wondering still how you could possibly start to maybe find your passion. Maybe you're too busy you know, putting a roof over your head or food on the table to even think about your passion. Maybe you've forgotten about, maybe I do have a passion. Now's your time if you're listening to this. Mm -hmm. I think number one, you should start thinking about your spare time and what do you enjoy doing in your spare time? Yeah. Focus on that. That's number one. That could take months, right? Mm -hmm. Um, Number two, make lists. I don't know. You could down write down like three lists a day or one day or, or lists, just practice the lists the, about what is the thing. The of like let's just say wait, did I even write anything down? Well for first let's let's go to number one. So I I believe that nearly everybody has something that, that they have an interest in. Yes. Can we agree on that? I th- I I'm a true believer. Most people. Yes. yes I would I, agree with I'm most a, people. I'm a true believer that if if you are bored enough, okay, and you are disciplined you will find something to do where you are actually enjoying it. You just won't know that you're enjoying it until you think to yourself that, hey, I'm actually low-key enjoying this right now, you know? Mm-hmm. You could be, like, have you ever had, like, a good cleaning day where you just started cleaning and then you were like, damn, I'm, ha- I'm actually having fun cleaning this. My environment looks so good right now. Yeah. Yeah. It's a good feeling, right? It is, actually. Yeah, I agree. I think it starts with that. It's little subtleties of that. Mm. That because it gets you introduced to the feeling of what it's like to complete something and be like, hmm, this is nice. Or enjoying the process. Maybe in the middle of the process, you're like, this is nice. You know, I don't know what it is, but I'm happy. I woke up in a groggy mood. I'm happy now. Sorry, this is a side note for yeah. any parents out there. If you have a teenager that's cleaning up the house like crazy, just know that they're trying to avoid homework. Most likely. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Just just keep that in mind. Go to sleep. I'm hungry. All right. Eat cereal then. <laughs> And also for, for the minority, or actually, the, the, it's probably, there's probably more people that don't feel like they have a passion in life than I'd like to think. Mm-hmm. But for Especially those people, now. for those people, this is why I focus, like, forget about Instagram and, and whatever, whatever that's saying. That's when you have to realize that you have to commit to something. And then once you make that commitment, you're not going to feel passionate about it if it's something new. Mm-hmm. As, as I mentioned, I believe passion is a byproduct of, commit, of commitment and doing something and working hard at it. Yeah. So pick something. Yeah. doesn't matter. Can you grow in it? Do it. Yeah. Another big part of it, actually, is pacing. Discover your own pace, your flow. What is it like? Are you rather slower? And you like to take your time? Are you like quick and I need a solution right now? Are you like how rapid fire are you? Some people aren't rapid fire at all. You know, some people are just very like, just well put together. They they take their time with things. They they like the the uh, the observation part. You know, 
And that to me is very important is to know your flow because Zaid loves discipline, right? And he teaches discipline on the daily. But if you, I would say you have to be somewhat disciplined for you to find out these, these little key things about, your, about yourself. Yeah. What do you guys think? Agreed, right? Yeah, of course. <laughs> cool. I mean, without discipline, you, you really don't have a foundation of anything. But can't be running around and wasting your time on frivolous yeah. shit. And I, I will tell you from now, thoughts are the biggest waste of energy ever. <laughs> I actually agree with that. That's a good point. I disagree. What do you mean? Lingering thoughts? Being you too can stuck be a in thinker, the mind? But having constant thoughts, I, I believe, is just not good. Depends what you're thinking about. No, I disagree. It's not even that. You have to have a time and place for everything. You have to. Why is it that we are organized on the outside, but internally we're not organized? That makes no sense to me. Mm-hmm. You got to. Because you're thinking doesn't mean you're not organized. I'm thinking right now, but I'm thinking about this. You know what I'm saying? There you go. Yeah. I but think, I mean, I like think you, you're thinking about neurotic thinking. Yeah, exactly. That's different. <laughs> like thoughts, just thoughts that have nothing to do with the time and place you're in. No, I don't think that's a bad thing. I think if you're thinking neurotically, yeah, I would agree with Zay. That's well, not good. Yeah, the tricky but like, thing is that's what the mind does. Well, here's the thing. There's a, there's a difference between thinking about thoughts and then thinking in general. Don't think about thoughts too much is what I'm trying to say. You're trying to differentiate between awareness, like observation with no mind, and then yeah. just experiencing life with thoughts. No, I know someone somewhere is thinking like, oh my God, like, if I'm sitting in a hot tub and I'm thinking about pizza, oh my God, I got to cancel that right now. I got to be thinking about the hot tub. No, that's not what I mean. <laughs> I'm just saying if you have the habit of thinking about thoughts constantly, 24-7, when there's clearly a more important thing in front of you, one step at a time. That's all it okay, is. Okay, well, that, that's different. Yeah. That makes more sense to me. That's what, that's, that's what like I'm If your mind's somewhere else and there's something in front of you that you need to tackle, yeah, think about that thing in front of you. Exactly. You know? Yeah. It's not like I'm a... It's not like I'm a soldier on the battlefield yeah. in like the Revolutionary War, and I'm like, "Damn, what's for dinner?" <laughs> Let's get clipped. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's. I mean, it's that weird thing where where the map is not the territory. You could yeah. be thinking about doing something, but are you actually doing it? Yeah. Interesting. No. Also, what's very interesting is that I read a lot of people say that crying is a very big part of your passion. When when does it have to be? I don't know. Maybe maybe for women it has to be. Not, no. Why why did you say for women? Cuz women are more likely to cry than men. No, dude. We all have emotions. Yeah. That's the thing. Okay. I cry. So, he, I'm going to tell you Yeah, about, we all I'll cry cr- right now. Go ahead. I'm going to tell you a story. <laughs> I know I know a video of puppies. You, <laughs> yeah. I know you probably remember this, but remember that uh several years ago we went to Big Bear with the boys. We took like 20 people with the boys. Yeah. We got that sick Airbnb. Yeah, where you had a mental that breakdown? Was, yeah, the one where you guys like I did have a mental me. breakdown. <laughs> like I had a mental breakdown. Didn't invite me like no, I, I was actually joking, breakdown. but apparently yeah. he agrees. So yes, I had a mental breakdown. It was it was. I'm glad I had it because it was. It uh, it opened up parts that were just kind of like, dude, I didn't know I had this many emotions, and why is it coming out now? You had, a, you had a mental breakdown. Sort of. What was yeah. it about? If you don't mind me asking, should I don't we know. not dive into it on the pod? Should I mean, I don't want to get is it an personal? actual mental breakdown or is it just exaggerated? Like, no, you just you just had an emotional fit. 
Because uh, a mental breakdown is more severe. Yeah, it wasn't. It wasn't necessarily a mental breakdown. <laughs> it wasn't really a mental breakdown. It was more like um, it was a it was a, it was a panic uh, rush of emotions. It was a pro. Oh, it was a um, a big dose of emotions. Yes, that put a lot of uh, they it taxed your yeah. processing system <laughs> in quite a bit. Mm -hmm. So you had to work through that shit. <laughs> but that's not the point. The point is. I had, um, it wasn't, it wasn't sad at all. That's mm -hmm. what's crazy. Yeah. I was so happy that I cried. <laughs> I was just internally happy and had nothing to do with Big Bear. Maybe like, you know, the atmosphere, but I just had like that alone time where I went on a walk and it was just so, so cool. The weather was perfect. It was snowing outside and it felt like the, the weather was perfect. I wasn't even mm. shivering, nothing. And I, I don't know. He it was that, that day where I discovered that, like, me thinking about my field and, and like, my, my energy and what I'm going to do. And I need to go to different levels and heights. And I need to meet different people. And I mean, it, you know what I mean? Like, I just went through this whole breakdown process of my life in a timeline. And I knew I had to fix it and change my environment and create environments for different moods. And just, just mm. go on in my own flow. And I discovered that I'm slower paced than I thought. I thought I was, I thought I was fast paced. Like I needed everything immediately, you know? And I realized that the only way that I found happiness was to just go at my own pace. Just go in relaxed. Make sure you're relaxed. Buy your time. Like if you got to be somewhere at two, dip at one fifteen. You know, even if you're there half an hour early, at least I can <laughs> listen to a pod about whatever I'm going to meet about right now. Or I can watch some videos that'll help me when I'm editing later tonight. Or, you know? Well, yeah, you're, you're a creative. Any, whole, any stressed yeah. creative is just good luck trying exactly. to create anything. Which I redefined nine to five. That's all I did. It raises an interesting question, though. Yes. In terms of, I'm going to call it the passion pace. Mm -hmm. Zaid, what is your pace of passion? How do you approach it? Like, for example, for Saeed, he thought he was somebody who had to get it done immediately. And it turns out that he, he's like a multi-day kind of guy or maybe longer than that. I don't know. It just takes a little bit longer. Mm -hmm. So what, what's your pace of passion? If you have, um, for example, a, hypothetically, let's say you're going into a championship tournament, right? How are you approaching that? I'll go, I'll go in a different direction, actually. So oh, okay. I, would, I have two three passions that come to mind that I have in my life. One is writing, which I'm I'm newer to. Two is soccer and three is personal development, but I, I combine personal development with writing, so let's classify it as two. With writing, it's more free time. I need as much time to think about whatever topic that bubbles up in my mind. Mm -hmm. With soccer, it's I take my time during like the warm-up, but when when I'm on, I'm on. It's always fast paced. In, in the fast-paced game, the, the more experience you have, the more you learn to slow down the game, mm -hmm. if that makes sense. No, that's flow. So it's, it's different for each activity. That's good. That's How about yourself? For me personally, um, I'm just going to talk about like getting projects done for school, and I know that doesn't seem like a passion to most people, but... I enjoy, and this is so weird, but short deadlines. 
where if it's a big project and it has to get done within like a couple days, that's when I shine. Mm. I like that. I can see that 100%. Yeah. And like, cause I don't, I have a guess as to what it is. And maybe you can tell me, maybe you can tell me what you think this means. Yeah. But, um, just name anything that like I would have to research and turn it into a project. I know that's a big question to just ask off the bat. Microalgae. Microalgae, um, for what purpose? Uh, how to, how to make oil out of micro. Okay. So let's say that I have to do a 10 page paper, a 15 slide PowerPoint. Um, and within that 10 page paper, I have to have 12 different academic sources, two of which can be any source that I choose any excluding Wikipedia, because that's how schools work. And then uh, the other 10 have to be academic journals that have PlumX metrics and have been peer-reviewed. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So the first thing I do immediately, get into the research. Find those 10 sources immediately, because what that's going to do is allow you to write, or at least structure in your head as you move along and find new research. Because the more that you find that benefits your paper, or your cause or whatever you believe in, the better you can write it out, right? Mm -hmm. So you find all those 10 things or those 12 things of research, find those little tidbits that you like, keep it bookmarked or star it, whatever you want. And then you get into, me personally, I will always write first before I do the PowerPoint in that instance. And so there's days where it's like, uh, or there have been days where I have a paper due the day of, I have eight hours to write a 10-page paper, mm-hmm. and that is when I can feel every neuron in my brain firing all at once. It's like ultimate awareness. It's weird. It's and I don't flow state. And to like, even to do things like eat or go to the bathroom, it ruins it. And I've gotten to a point now, because I've been doing it for so many years, where it's like, I will know if I'm at a point where I can or cannot get something done on time mm. like to a t priceless skill yeah. yeah it's weird like even to a point where i'm like if i take this bathroom break i know it will slow me down like because i'm operating at a hundred percent go to the bathroom i'll come back at like 75 and then i'll have to take that time rebuilding back up to 100 and that's going to cause me not turning it in on time so i will choose not to eat i will choose not to sleep i will choose not to use the restroom mm-hmm. and doing all of those three things at once to finish a project immediately for me and it's unbelievably unhealthy i'm aware of that yeah (laughs) but for me by doing all three of those things simultaneously it kind of puts you into a what's the word a zone not well a zone yes but a rhythm no it's not a rhythm i'm trying to think more of like a philosophical like it's like a straight shot arrow that is just going for miles and you're not going to stop. Nothing's going to stop you until this task is done. I was going to say it's more of like a, a, so, I a mean, fasting, your, yeah. meditative thing. Screw your bladder. Screw your hunger. No, that doesn't even exist anymore. Yeah, you, you, know where you, need, you know where B is. Yeah. You're at A. It's a straight shot. The way I look at it is like if I don't eat and I don't drink mm-hmm. water or food, right, I won't need to use the restroom. And then on top of that, by not eating for a period of time like that, it heightens your awareness to a certain level. I do realize that after a point of hours, it's not advantageous to keep doing that anymore, right? Mm-hmm. So if it, if I'm working for eight hours, I'll cut it off then 
go do whatever it is I need to do, like shower, eat, mm-hmm. do whatever. And I'll drop down to like that 50% and I'm fine with that. But I know that the project's not due for another 16 hours. So after I do that one little break, I can go for another eight hours or yeah. 10 hours or whatever. And then it'll be done. No problem. Dude, I used to be like that. And I enjoy that. That's yeah. the thing. Yeah. It's not something I hate. I enjoy going through that process. I, I just did the math in my head and I was like, dude, if I keep doing this for many, many, many years, this is so terrible. Oh, yeah. That's why I stopped. I had to find a different way to, to approach things. Because I was exactly like that. When you were saying that, that reminded me of so many days where I was working at home and I just was working with like three or four deadlines. Mm-hmm. And I, was, I wasn't all over the place. Because I knew where I had to be exactly. I had to be right here. That's it. Screw food. Screw your friends. Screw your phone. Screw family. Screw anything. Screw your bladder. You know what? Constipation's coming up because yeah, you're going to take focus. a shit on Thursday. Yeah. You're, not, you're, you're, not, you're not doing crap today, you know? Besides Literally. this. Literally. You're not doing And crap. the thing is, you can't focus on anything else. Even if I went to eat, I would not enjoy it. I'd eat half the plate and just throw it away. Yeah. Yeah. Like I can't I just even can't. eat. Yeah. Like I feel like I'm going to throw up if I'm in mm-hmm. that state well, and I yeah. eat something. Obsession comes with its pros that's, and cons. That's obsession, and it's you. You respond well to urgency. I think like, so. Yeah. Maybe because same with me. I will start sweating from my palms, pits, and everything. I'll have cold sweats <laughs> while doing this work. And you know what? I can sit there for twelve hours. It's fucking drenched. But I will feel so much better if I know that like I got ninety-eight percent of it done today, and I only have to do two percent tomorrow. I'm, you know what? Tomorrow I can eat, I can function properly, and then take my time. And I know I only have two percent because all I have to do is follow up. And here's I'm the good. other half of that. Yeah, the other side of the passion pace, right? I don't think that the passion pace is a constant. It's variable. It changes over time. Yeah. So like, like crypto, I just redlined myself, <laughs> right? For this hypothetical, or no, this is actually a true story. I stayed up once for um, 16 hours writing, a, I think it was a 15-page paper. Good lord. Damn, one hour per, per page, pretty much. Um, the thing that actually took the longest amount of time was the research. Writing it only <laughs> took like four and a half-ish hours. Mm. It was just finding all the research that was valid took the longest time. But um, Respect. Yeah, that's also a tip for any college kids writing a paper. If you use like peer-reviewed um, scientific journals or literature, and then you just do two to three sources more than you're supposed to, which takes like 30 to 45 minutes to find if your school has the right tools, which they probably do. Uh, yeah, your teachers look at that shit like you tried so much harder than you actually did. Yeah, don't be lazy. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's like 20 to 30 minutes more. And you could have probably boosted your grade by an entire letter. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because I've noticed that the times where I do the standard amount or the required amount of however many sources or whatever, I always get a lower grade. But when I do that above and beyond to the eyes of the teacher, which is like two to four more sources, I will almost always get an A. Yeah. Mm. Almost always. So you gather as many perspectives as possible. Exactly. Yes. Bring it to the because table. Because you want it. The more diverse it is, the better. Yeah. And you can't, they can't be unrelated. Mm. They have to be related in some way. Yeah. But my point is on the other side of that passion thing, right? Yeah. I've been redlining for 16 ish hours, Mm -hmm. just like nonstop. My brain's dead. I'm toasted after that. And so I need like a week of low level work after that to be able to go do or redline myself like that even more. 
So it's variable. Like I can go hard in the paint <laughs> for that mm -hmm. many hours. Yeah. But then afterwards, my body needs to re reboot, essentially rebuild. Yeah. Because mentally, that's rough to put yourself through that much, to read that much, to like yeah. do that much work constantly. Like I've never resonated with that. It's my philosophy is more I like to work in sprints. So like 30, 40 minutes on. Oh, well, this was a sprint. On. It just was 16 hours. Yeah. Well, that's, that's not a sprint. That's a marathon. <laughs> it's a sprint in the uh, in the lens of a month. That's a masochistic <laughs> sprint. <laughs> but yeah. I have a question for you. No. Oh, scared the yeah, shit out of me, Oh, I bet bro. you are. What the hell? Yeah, um, I, thought, I thought I called somebody. I'm yeah. like, what? Um, okay. So do you think passion is driven by, uh, is, is considered motivation? Is passion no. motivation? No. Yeah. The only reason why I say that is because I, I, I've, I was reading and people were saying, my passion are my kids. And I'm like, that's interesting. I thought that was a motivation. Good question, actually. That's a, that's a good I think, question. I think, the, I think one can arise from the other. I think, it's, I think passion is taking motivation, discipline. Well, motivation focus, and discipline, I, I, would, I would say, are two different things. Zone, drive. That's why he said you take both of them. Yeah. Drive. I think it's a factor of a lot of things. Love. Hate. Just all these things. I just named eight things. Well, yes, but what's the foundation of it? What is the one thing the will that is the there, foundation? You know what it is? Why does there have to be one thing? The willingness. Like the because pyramid not everything. Didn't, the not, pyramids didn't have one. No, not everything. I know. I agree, not everything matters equally. He's trying to go to the root. This is where it gets very tricky. This is why I make the differentiation between motivation and discipline. Motivation, it's, okay, you'll get something done for two or three days, you know and then is? it'll go away. It's the openness and willingness to learn, I think, is the essential key part. No, I'm still with you on this one. I disagree with him. I don't think there's one core root, because what do roots do? They branch out. Yeah, they branch and out. And they branch out and grow wider and yeah. disperse themselves to make so the structure above So stronger. there's many roots. That's why... I, like, yes, I agree, but I disagree. Like, I see where your perspective. I yes. firmly believe you cannot have passion without discipline. Well, yeah. And he said that. Yeah, I said that. I named eight things. I said, Which is why I think it's the foundation. Discipline, drive, motivation. But I, I see the point. Yeah. yeah. No, I, I guess I agree with you in the sense that discipline is a foundation of passion, but I don't think you can say there's one. No, no, there's one, not one. There's yeah. not one. But you just said, what's the one? Like, you yeah. literally just said that. It's it's probably one of the most important ones. Not okay. the... So what's the most important one then? Would have been a better just way said, to... Yeah. Would have been a better way to phrase. Not what's the only one. What is the... What um, is the most important? Not what is you, the only you, you can't. Foundation. You can't be hard-headed. You have to be open. I disagree. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> this guy just on a disagree-a-thon. You gotta be open to things. I don't want to be <laughs> open to things. <laughs> I like your hair. Fuck no, you, you different don't. perspective. Stop lying. <laughs> Stop lying to me. God damn. You're so agreeable. No, I'm not. <laughs> False. <laughs> That's so relatable. Yeah. Stop it. Stop it right now. Um, yes, dude. You need to have the willingness to learn and explore and branch out. And what's funny is that when there's one root thing that branches out, just like you said. And when you branch out, that's when all the glory starts to happen. That's when you realize, oh my God, 
I have this feeling. I just don't know what it is. Good that you have a happy feeling because it is time to find your passion. It is time to find your passion. And you know what? Passion is defined by you. It is a feeling of purpose and a feeling of motivation. Dang, no, I agree. I agree for the most part. I mean, but there—it's just so different for everybody. I, I can't, I can't say what it is. I can. But, what do you mean you can't <laughs> say what it is? I don't know. <laughs> it's different for everybody, but there's also there, there's a few core things that you have to understand. Yeah, and there's a lot of nuance. When and it, it starts with personal development. I'm and just, I'm not talking about puberty. It's just fun to disagree with you guys. Yeah. Like, I, like I, can, I, I can see that now. That's a passion of mine right yeah. now. Just fucking with you. <laughs> One passion of mine is to speak. I like speech. Do you know? I do. I don't know if you could tell, but I'm on a podcast right now. <laughs> do you talk a lot. No, I'm kidding. I do. You do talk a lot. Jesus. <laughs> yeah. Dude, shut up. Shut up, Shut up! What? No, nothing. <laughs> but you, so yeah, you brought up. Um, he did. The connection between passion and addiction. I'm going to use one of Zade's favorite words: nuance. Nuances. There's nuances within passion. A sense of identity. Zade is the man who knows many things about nuance. <laughs> For example, that passion isn't always necessarily a good thing. Yeah. Right. Like, uh, and this was actually one of the things that we were, in a sense, arguing about when we were t discussing this being an episode, right? We were talking about um, passion, like, what is passion? What is passion? And um, I think uh, one of the definitions one of you guys gave was that you have to just absolutely love this thing unconditionally. And I'm like, well, what about, like, heroin? Like, I've met a couple people that love heroin. They cannot live without it, literally. Yeah, yeah. So is that a passion? But then most people be like, no, that's addiction. Yeah. And it's like, I think for a lot of people, a passion can be an addiction. You know what? I think it's just the same thing. Like, there's a spectrum to it. You have passion where you're like fully focused, the healthiest version of it. And then you have the most dysfunctional version of it, which is addiction. Like we said like in the beginning. crippling addiction. Passion isn't singular. Okay. It's a spectrum. Yeah. Think, think of the Olympics logo. Those hoops are all connected. And those hoops are... That, that whole spectrum, right? All gets linked together into a chain. And mm. it's motivation, discipline, identity, love, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> you that, get that's it. That's my like, favorite one. Yeah, the blah 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 blah. And blah, blah, within blah. that, within all of that, you also have ev everything that you would label as "quote unquote" bad. Yes. So let's just say the project title is called "Passion," and then we got like sixteen hundred other things that link to it. Mm -hmm. It's not one thing. There's no way, and I believe that it's more than what the internet is telling us too. It's so complex. Let me see if I can find any Instagram accounts that have like really. Opens it up. Oh, passion for the people. It's it all comes down to how what is something valuable that I can learn that I can share with the world. In my in my opinion, what is something that I think is valuable that I need to share with the world? Well, this is how confusing passion is. 
we've been we have an entire episode talking about passion which we're mm -hmm. currently doing right now yes and we probably redefined passion at least 15 to 20 times yes and do you see how it all it does is make the original definition stronger does it though or does it just prove about well, how you're adding murky, more and more information but does that just prove how murky the concept of passion is no i think i think passion is something that you know the feeling of you just can't put words to it well yeah but it's also important for people to understand how to get to that point yes and that's why i shared the recent definition. and to get to that point which is why i think the the suffering of jesus part like suffering in specific is very important to understand is because you have to suffer a little bit in order to get there mm -hmm. like it's not easy to to develop yeah. to master something well, and then well, feel passionate one about thing it. we got out of this is that passion is a formula of many things it is a concoction <laughs> of many different concoction. emotions which all materialize into a centralized form known as passion passion Yeah, it's more of like know. a desire, but yeah, uh, no, my, what I was trying to say though is a uh, passion. It's up to you. Yeah. Literally it's up to you. However you want to define it, go for it because that's probably the most true definition, at least according to you. Yeah. So like you can talk to engineers and yeah. they'll tell you like engineering is my passion. There are some engineers where they like their job. They love their job. Right. Mm -hmm. And they go, this is my career, but that's not my passion. My passion is mm. wood making. I make wooden clogs, you know, <laughs> yeah, for polka festival. My passion is collecting rocks. Great job. If you know what, if that actually does it for you, that is awesome because you are another person that has finally achieved. Oh, actually, good point. I think don't allow people to to judge your yes. passion as well. Like if if you have a passion for making and collecting fleshlights. Go and do that. Don't don't let anybody moralize that that fucking I think position. So. Oh no, that's a. I was about to say something which I probably would have regretted, but that that's a, that's a whole nother. I mean, that's a big topic to just kind of lay out. On like I'm guys. not saying if you're doing something oh. illegal and hurting other people, I would I would not classify that as a passion. Well, how how who are you to say? Maybe they just really enjoy doing that. Like, for example, Richard Ramirez felt it was his duty on earth to kill as many people as possible for Satan. Yeah, okay, it might be a passion for him personally, but it comes with consequences. Right? Yeah. So Yeah, people get off to that. So what I'm trying to say is, are there certain passions that should be judged? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. But with it, within the spectrum of normal people... This is so crazy. Because literally now I'm thinking of other episodes we've recorded, like addiction. <laughs> right? It all ties it, in. It all ties in. Yeah. And, 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 and th this is, like I said at the very beginning, it's open-ended. It's not good. It will go in several directions, but it will never end. <laughs> it's just, like I was going to say, this was, this was a, ironically a nicer version of what I was going to say originally. Mm -hmm. But like, Jeffrey Epstein. <laughs> yes. Gislaine. I won't say what his passion is, but I'm pretty sure we all know what his passion was at yeah. least. Yeah. Um should He was you... a pedophile. Yeah. Yes. Just put it out there. <laughs> and his okay. passion was, I assume, more on the trafficking side mm -hmm. than anything else. Somebody one of you two said earlier we shouldn't judge passion. 
I think we should judge him. I think you should. I think we all have the right to judge Jeffrey Epstein's passion. We have the right to judge Richard Ramirez's passion, yeah. Jeffrey Dahmer's passion, the Unabomber's passion. Well, let me introduce. Okay, let me introduce some nuance. Are, I think you can call those into, you know, question. Wait, who said you can't I'm, judge? He did. He no, said no, no, no. This he said let you, me not. You can't. You let me shouldn't. say. You shouldn't judge. Let me introduce some nuance. Sorry. Okay, the okay. king of nuance. Allow me to do this. Sure, 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 sure. I I will change that to if you are if you are a child if you are a teenager who enjoys playing piano, okay, just like the movie Soul, but your parents do not approve of you playing piano because you have to go to a nine to five job and get a degree and do all this other shit. Go like be practical, but still go all in on that. As long as your passion doesn't harm other people. Yeah. Yes. Like I can tell Those you, are exceptions that you mentioned. One of my passions, like here, here's, here's like another example. One of my passions is to make my parents happy. Yeah. That's a fair, like, I'm that's a, be that's a beautiful that, thing to, right? to strive yeah. for. It drives a certain emotion. Yeah. It's, it's cool. But you know what? It doesn't just end there. Like I have several passions. One of them is the podcast. One of them is my personal work. One of them is... You know, going out there and finding the love of my life and actually just being a great partner, too. That's another passion that I look forward to. I know that I can unlock that. And that's where timing takes place. But he, here's where it gets tricky. Yes. You can have a passion to please your parents. Mm -hmm. But what happens when you have to make a decision between pleasing yourself or pleasing your parents? Just don't please yourself in front well, of me. Well, no. Here's, that's why you retract back. <laughs> And why do you think discipline is a part of it? Because with discipline comes organization. With organization comes organized thoughts. With organized thoughts comes a clear head. But some things are binary. Think about logical things, realistic moves. Some things are binary. Some things your parents are just, you cannot convince them of, I don't know, whatever it is. Yeah. Take whatever example. You have the option of, listen, I have to pursue this. Or I have to, I have to go against myself and what I want mm -hmm. to please my parents. That's the tricky thing. There's nuance within the nuance. If you're gonna look, there's a difference between pleasing your parents with a career and pleasing your parents with school. It depends what you're okay. talking about. Yeah, it depends on what you're talking about. Do my parents expect me to graduate and have a master's, and it just ends there, and then I can pursue piano, or do I have to pursue being a neuroscientist in the field you know neuroscientist it's just that's a whole different it's a whole different thing because then it makes me want it makes me think back is my passion really making my parents happy does that make sense thankfully i'm not in that position but, a lot of people are though yeah but yeah. but that's why i'm not there to judge i am gonna judge myself mm -hmm. that's about it even if i judge someone else I like to think that that person is better in the sense that he doesn't care if I judge. Yeah. Why would, why would it matter? He's still happy regardless, right? That's, that's the kind of person you're trying to be. You're going to phase out the negativity. You're only going to accept positivity. Mm. And then it starts with discipline. Yeah, fair enough. <laughs> fair enough. <laughs> Straight up. Can go add some autotune, Logan. Go up. <laughs> Straight. What the fuck is this meme that you have up? You weren't supposed to see it, bro. Now I gotta find another one. Oh my god. Oh, we got some quotes today, huh? Yeah, I, th no, I think Zade, these are some very excellent Zade quotes. Zade wanted to talk about how to find slash work towards your passion. 
yet we were making fun of Instagram pages that were talking about how to find your work and pa or to work towards finding your passion. Oh yeah, the difference well, is listen, these quotes actually have substance. Most people do it for money. All right, I feel like emotional things and things that like are true self help should be free, and if you're gonna speak about it, make sure it's nothing but good intention. I'm not in it for the business. I'm here to help one another because we live on this planet just like every other human being, mm -hmm. right? And I don't see why we don't have a sense of urgency when it comes to helping our technically brothers and sisters. <laughs> yeah. Of humankind. You know what I mean? Yeah. Not bloodline, but... So so just a few, uh, few quotes to jog the mind. Yes. Uh, Rumi, philosopher who I love very much. Rumi. Here, here are two from him. Um, let yourself be silently drawn by the stronger pull of what you really love. And then the second one, respond to every call that excites your spirit. Um, and also we have Naval Ravikant, who's an angel, inve angel investor and philosopher. Now, this is a very interesting one. I think this is a, an excellent one. Wait, what, one second. Back to the, the, the first quote. Yep. There's a very interesting keyword. Words, I should say. Mm-hmm. So he says, let yourself be silently drawn by the stronger pull of what you really love. That strong pull is actually an emotion. And you feel, it, it feels as if the universe actually has you tied down and is pulling you towards this, this like, gr like gravitational energy. You don't know why you're headed there, but you are excited. It, You're blind yeah. and excited. That's what it feels like. And it manifests in the form of, I think about this 24-7. I just want yeah. to do this all day. That People tell me yeah. I'm good at it. Like, that, sure. that day in Big Bear, that's, that's the emotion that, like, what I just said is it literally how I can define it best. I felt Hashtag drawn. my Big Bear story. Exactly. Hashtag <laughs> modern day Aristotle. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and then Naval's quote, you want to find what feels like play to you, mm -hmm. but looks like work to others. You say Naval, like people know who that is. I just mentioned it before. Naval Ravikant, oh, angel sorry. investor, I did, philosopher. I did not hear you. I apologize. Yes, sir. Yeah, you better apologize. Open up your ears. I just did. Apologize to me again. No. <laughs> Logan needs to work on discipline. Because that means you would be enjoying yourself in front of me. You know what? You know to work on happiness, bro. And it starts with discipline. Starts no, with... I like being in anguish. <laughs> no, dude. <laughs> any other, any other nuance you guys want to add? It starts with balance, dude. Um, balance Yaga, that is. <laughs> <laughs> I'm rocking my Balenciaga hoodie. <laughs> my new Balenciaga. Balenciagas. Yeah. Um. Do I have any nuance I want to bring to the table about passion or anything you want to bring up? Um. Anything you feel. Now's the time. Let me tell you about how I feel inside. <laughs> Let me tell you about my passion. Can you underwater imagine? basket weaving? <laughs> <laughs> Where there's no market. <laughs> there's absolutely no market for my fucking passion. That's too funny. That's too funny. Underwater. Oh. Yeah, basket. You know that's a real thing, right? Is yeah. it actually? Yeah, I did. here, I'll, let me show you. What the hell? I'm sorry, I know this passion is... People are passionate about this. I guess that's how we'll tie this in. <laughs> yeah, that brings up a good a good point. There's a, yeah. there's a market for everything. So I would say... You know what's funny? I would say I'm very much passionate about this subject. <laughs> underwater basket weaving what's funny to me is i believe My if God, i'm not mistaken i think there's actually that? different tiers of underwater basket weaving so some people take it as like <laughs> what the 
Some people go this route where it's the scuba mask and like, you know, you have the oxygen tank on the back and you just post up like at the bottom of the ocean or a pool and you weave a basket. <laughs> These are some so, dorks, bro. Some people take the approach of hey, don't make fun. Hey, I'm, I, I told people not to judge, but I'm judging right Dude, now. This, this, is is some a, dorks. this is a cool craft, an original idea. Oh, yeah. yeah. I'm not saying it is. It isn't, but there's some dorks. Here, here's the thing. You can do it just for fun. Mm-hmm. There's I if I remember correctly I think there's like a competitive aspect to it. Yeah, there are the underwater there is, races best, like they people do it. that sit down and like try to see yeah. who can tie the like look it's at these two at champions the, at the right here. Of, they're at the bottom of pools. They made a really usually. nice little picnic basket. That's so sick. God damn but it. I think there's also a another higher form of competition where <laughs> the World Cup. You try of to do it. You try to see how far you can get uh, while you hold your breath. I believe, if I'm not mistaken, I think that's part of it. That's mm-hmm. gnarly. Yeah. So it's a it's a highly competitive sport. Um, it's on the up and up, definitely. I'm a new prospect in it. If you couldn't tell, um, I might I'm drop everything in my life for this. That's actually a really cool basket. That is. Looks like, like a watermelon. Actually, I don't know if that was woven underwater, but dang, it's a nice hmm. like. Oh, that's what they turn into. Mm. You've seen these baskets, the trendy ones at like um, Bed Bath and Beyond. Yeah. Or like laundry basket. Yeah. Well, that's that was a very weird turn from passion. Yeah. Underwater. What the hell is that? <laughs> the underwater, underwater basket, basket weaving zombies. zombies. <laughs> Anything exists if you Google it. It's there. I swear. Gee, there's a pin for underwater basket <laughs> weaving. Oh uh, iron-on patch. I need to get that patch. <laughs> we need a 2 a.m. <laughs> patch, bro. That looks hype. I want a 2 a.m. patch. That's funny. Would you guys like a 2 a.m. patch? Let us know down in the comments below. Because I've been wanting to make one, and I imagine you guys have been wanting one for a while. We're, de- yeah. we're definitely going to make some. Yeah. Regardless of what But I want one says. just so we can make, like, down the line a varsity jacket for the 2 a.m. And you can have, like, your uh, varsity 2 a.m. patch or your JV one. It's less expensive. That'd be hype. <laughs> that would actually be so cool. <laughs> the junior varsity and the varsity patch. Like, the varsity yeah. one's super limited. And it costs, like, I don't know five bucks more or something like that oh my god super limited five bucks more and then like the jv one anybody can buy it but it's cheaper i don't know yeah but yes we hope we've clarified the subject of passion for yeah. you at least or a little bit more complicated yeah. which is exactly how you should approach exactly it. well life well, is complicated so let figure me make it, out. it less exactly. complicated real quick before we close off i, do like I think one. the follow the follow your passion mantra is a very guru. centralized me approach you ask, what can the world give to me? But really, you should be asking what I can provide the world. Learning something valuable to give to the world. There are many talents out there. And by talents, I don't mean body counts. I mean different, you know, skills and skill levels and skill sets. Um, so just, Sorry. you know, I understand you have to take things realistic and and. The realistic approach is always good, but I think we need to focus on not getting so lost in the nine to five mentality and Mm. figure out what really internally makes you happy personally. And I mean that on a personal level. I don't mean ask your friends. I don't mean ask your surroundings. Be alone, get comfortable, and figure it out. To do that, because you have I to promise be you, every one of us has it, dude. It's just you have to be willing to sit there and figure it out. 
And by the way, when I said that's not what I wanted, it was because I was trying to Google something and make you two laugh after you were done talking. Oh, <laughs> and it uh, it pulled up a plethora of results I wasn't looking for. Oh, that's God. why I said that. Yeah. But know? no, I agree. Yeah. You have to get quiet. Uh, shut out the noise from society. Exactly. Get comfortable with yourself. I mean, honestly, each one of us is unique in many different ways. Just uh, sit down and clear your mind. Figure it out. I'm pretty sure you guys could should start with, or you guys can start with a list of, you know, things to do, things that you've been wanting to try. It could be rock climbing. It could be golfing. It could be anything. Just do it. You know what? And picture your life in five years and see how you feel about it. But until next time, guys, you know where to find us. And if you need a list of good things to look at, you can check out any of Bye. our pages. Uh... The 2 a.m. podcast on The Instagram. 2 a.m. podcast uh. would be a great place to start. I just totally had a brain fart. <laughs> With that being said, great lists of even better episodes can be found at various platforms such as Spotify, Apple Podcasts, CastBox, um, Google Pods, Google Pods, Audible.com, whatever. We're there. Everywhere. You can find us. Exactly. Check, us out on, uh, check us out on YouTube as well. The 2 a.m. podcast. We also launched the Clips channel. 2 a.m. clips. Uh-huh. Go check us out over there. Uh-huh. You can like, comment, subscribe. Turn on the notification bells because you never want to miss an episode. Exactly. Guys. Couldn't have said it better myself. Exactly. And with that being said, let us know how you feel about passion down in the comments yeah. below. Let us understand what your passions are yeah. and how you pursue them. What's the pace of your passion? Exactly. The We're going to go pursue our own passion of eating food right now. Yeah, so I'm yeah. starving. And yeah, guys, we love you. And until next time, one, two, a one, two, three, and peace. peace.